him, Goose. I lost him. I'm looking, I'm looking. I got him, I got him. He's on our tail, coming hard. Yeah, I got him, I got him. Here we go. All right, talk to me, Goose. He's still back there. He's closing in on us. He's closing fast. See if I can give you a run for your money here. I still got him. He's still back there. Come on, man. Do some of that pilot shit. Yeah, I got him. Goose, I've had about enough of this shit. When you hit the brakes, I'll fly right by him. Woo! Okay, man, let's turn and burn. He's going vertical, so am I. We're going ballistic, man. Go get him. He's going for the hard deck. Let's get down there first and nail him, man.
Angie, Happy put Wednesday. your clothes on. I'm trying to do a live show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Happy Wednesday, everybody. Steve, you got weird eyeballs. <laughs> anyway, uh, how is everybody? I'm good, but it is hot here. You wish you were back here in Wisconsin? Yes. <laughs> come back. <laughs> it's hot here. <laughs> Turn around and come back. And Steve, how is everything out by you guys? Great. Uh, had a fun time at the dunes this weekend and got to shove Angie off the dunes for the first time. So she's pretty satisfied with that. Awesome. That was exciting for her. I'm happy for her. So um, Eric and I and Savannah are um, starting our travels, working our way towards um, Williamsport, Pennsylvania for the Aurora PPG um, fly-in this coming weekend. So I'm broadcasting from a hotel across the street from Chicago O'Hare right now. And uh, we're going out there to um, help out with Aurora and um, also represent uh, the USPPA and help out with the booth again. So if any of you guys are going, um, let me know in the chat. Say hi in the chat and say if you're going to the fly-in or not. So, so tonight, we've got a really cool guy. Weezy, why don't you do the introduction? We, do have, it is. we do have a very, very cool guy. Um, and I am so happy to announce that we have Scary Barry on tonight. <laughs> so All right. bring him on in. All right, Scary Barry. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for announcing me. I appreciate it. <laughs> We're Mark. so happy to have you. Also, Larry, known as Larry. <laughs> Larry, yeah, Larry, scary, very, very, whatever you want to call me, I'm good. Huh. We're so excited to have him on the show. I think I'm going to call you here, guys. tonight. What's that, Steve? I'm going to call you tonight. I'm not even doing the intro. Had uh, Scuba say, Tell Barry I will take those. Squirrel V1 LEDs off his hands since he has new version. He can't have them. They're not his. Uh, <laughs> you, you want the new version anyway. They're so much brighter. Believe me, they're they're a lot better. They're a lot better. Okay. All right. Anybody got any questions at all for Scary Barry? So um, real quick, Barry, what do you uh, what do you do for a living inside of hobbies outside of PPG? Well, I'm not. I'm not legally allowed to talk to you about that. Um, mm. I'm kind of covert, undercover. No, I'm just kidding. I own, I own a vape shop. That's where I'm at right now. I'm down, downtown at my store. So I own a vape shop. That's what, that's what I own. So a little retail vaping shop. That's what, that's what pays the bills at my house. Wow. Yeah. Scuba's one of our watchers, Scuba. He flies yeah, out on the a, coast. He's, uh, he's really big on his mods. I've seen a couple of his shows. Yeah. He's a, uh, he knows he knows a lot more about it than I do. That's for sure. Let's see what we got here. Eric wants. <laughs> Never mind. What? What I miss? <laughs> he told me to ask. Are you a master vapor? <laughs> say that quicker three times. No. <laughs> Give it a try. Come on, you got it in you. Nope, I can't. <laughs> I am not. I have been doing, I have had the shop for 10 years. So 
I have been at it a little while. Um, oh. So I know I know a couple of things. Yeah. Um, Shane Wyman from Michigan says, I was next to this dude at the Holland Fly-In and didn't even realize who he was. Dang it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was a terrible mess there. Guy, it, I didn't say much of anything. It'd been a long day. My motor didn't run that morning. I don't know if you heard about that. I didn't get to do the morning flight. Um, and uh, I was just, I went to the pancake breakfast, didn't even eat pancakes. It was just, it was a bad morning. So, but you should have come over and, and said hi. It would have probably made my day. Yeah. Bill H wants to know if you have a new video out. Uh, the last one I put out was Saturday. Saturday, I believe it was, and it was a cross-country flight um, video. Revisited one that I didn't make last year that we made this time. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah, we made it this time. Brian Franz wants to know what type of pinball machine that is in the background. That's Star Trek, right? Oh. So you have Star Trek guys and you have Star Wars guys, right? I've yeah, never but is it next Wars generation guy. or original series? I love the I love the original, right? But this is actually the new movie. Um, oh. What's the guy's name that was in it? It's the new movie. Yeah, Chris, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. it's actually that that. Um, but if I had my pick, I would have probably took the next generation pinball machine. Yeah. You know that the guy who invented the vape pen died today. He's going to be Dang. missed. To Missed. <laughs> Can you edit that out? Can you just see everyone? There's going to be a lot of edits. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It made so, me feel bad for a minute. I was like, please tell me that's not true. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell us about your history of aviation. How did you get into this sport or did you start some, some other type of flying or... No. Um, so I've always wanted to fly. That's probably 98% of our stories, right? We just didn't know how. So yep. yeah, I guess 10 years ago, I, I searched out somebody to help me get in the sky. There wasn't a Tucker guy. There was none of that stuff. The only people online was uh, Captain Kurt Fister and um, what's the other guy, Dell Shanzi. And you said this was 10 years ago? Yeah, a little over 10. Um, okay. And I, I, there was nobody else that I knew to talk to. So I went and got training at Kurt Fister's place and here I am today. So let's jump forward 10 years. Was the, that was not the best training I, I could have ever had, but um, it was a, it got me in the sky. So I'm not going to complain. Did you do trike or foot launch with him? I learned with trike. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When I got there, I wanted to foot launch. I'll tell you how, na how naive I was about the whole thing. Um, I, I went to Ohio to do my training and I live in Indiana. So it was, it's probably a three hour drive. And I was so naive. I thought I was going to fly that machine home. Right. I thought I could take off from that field and fly home after my training. Right. And it, obviously it doesn't work that way. Um, but yeah. So I, I wanted to learn foot launch, but uh, he said at the time I was 320 pounds. So I was a big guy and uh, he suggested I, I'd fly on trike. So that's what I did. Cool. All right. How long did it take you to school at the time? Well, uh, I don't know if you know much about his training, but it, I was there for a week. Um, I maybe got three flights in and then I came home and tried to fly myself and it, it wasn't the, it didn't end well. I had a couple of problems. So I went back for another week. So total, I had two weeks down there that maybe six flights, seven flights. So it wasn't a whole lot of flights. Yeah. Most of mine was learned in my, in my backyard the hard way. So, yeah. Yeah. So he didn't, 
I mean, I've seen some of his uh, videos and stuff. So obviously, if looking back at it now, um, he did not um, teach you a whole lot then, correct? Yeah. Knowing what I know now, um, I really wasn't ready to go. I wasn't ready to fly. Um, okay. And like I said, I don't want to turn this into a bashing thing because right. it's not that. He, I absolutely had my first flight with that man. So I, I will always be grateful for that. The first time I, I felt felt myself in the sky was with that. So, but yeah, there was a lot of things that I didn't know that I probably shouldn't have been flying without the knowledge of Yeah, at the time. How long do you think it took you like months or years where you felt like you kind of learned and made the necessary corrections over time of whatever oh my gosh. you took home? Yeah, like, Steve, you I'm still your learning. Average competent pilot? Still learning. I don't think you ever learned at all. You're always having issues, you know, like, uh, the other day on that video that I just placed out, I've been flying trike for 11 years, 10 years now. And I completely had two failed launches and I lost the A's out of my, my left hand taken off. So, I mean, I don't think you ever get to where you were like, I got this. We're good to go. You're always, you get complacent, I think, mm -hmm. but you never, you never learn at all. Yeah. I just lost my A's the other day too. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Right. I don't know. My first flight with, with, with him down there. So I kind of learned the hard way on a flare. I took off and I, I was in the air and I lost comms. We lost comms. So I had no idea how to land or all he, he was on the field going like this, you know? And my, so my first, my first landing was on my own and it, it was a pretty hard, I come down, I didn't know how to flare. So I just went right in the ground, but it worked out. Okay. I rolled through it. It was fine. But yeah, so it, it was a, I would say the first couple of years of my training and learning, of course, back then I was by myself. There was nobody to call that I knew of, um, so it was, it was a, it was a very slow learning curve. Yeah. For me, very slow. Mike, so Mike, guess, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go ahead. Um, my guest says, um, is your current fresh breeze trike 10 years old then? Yeah. I think it's a 2014. So yeah, it would be coming up on 10 years. Yeah. All right. So what kind of equipment are you flying on now? Oh, I got, uh, let's see, we got the breezy. She's still in the, in the garage. So I flew her, uh, the other night. So she's still flying. I have two tornadoes and I have a Skymax um, with the retracted trike. That's, that's, those are the ones I own in my garage. There's probably eight paramotors, but a lot of those belong to my, I own probably four. And my buddy Graham, he, he flies with me. He owns probably the other four or five. So okay. we got access to probably nine paramotors right now. Yeah. So you've done, I mean, you've been flying for quite a while compared to your average Little. person. And yeah. you've done a bunch of other, before people start asking some of those questions, like, could you tell us a little bit about just your experiences on like, say the first half of, you know, your flying career of your oopsies, your, <laughs> your interesting stories, things that popped out, you know, before you started kind of branching out, I, I don't know your timeline, but I kind of still want to focus on your early flying career. If there's anything oh, that sticks out to you. Yeah. Um, well, I can tell you some of the examples, uh, my, my wife doesn't fly, but she, she, at, in the beginning, she would watch me and I would take off out of my own, out of my own yard. And I was upside down quite a few times on that trike, just because, you know, you don't have the wing right overhead. It may be a little off. You get a little, a little too much and it would just flip you over. There was one situation where I don't like to quit. I don't like to lose. And I had flipped the trike upside down in a cornfield and all she seen was my, my feet dangling. Right. So my feet were up and she was in the kitchen and she's comes running out thinking the worst. Right. Why I got myself out of that contraption 
flipped it back over and we were going again. You know, that was the way it had to be. And she was so furious with me. She's like, I don't think you should go, you know, and then, but so I would say the beginning of my learning to fly was, was very rough. A lot of crashes, a lot of mistakes. Um, and it's simply because I didn't have good training and I didn't know who to ask what I was doing wrong. Yeah. Hmm. So, and then, and that's the great thing about now, the community is so, so vast and so great. You have so many people you can ask. Um, eventually I started meeting friends and, and they were coming over and flying and, and everybody that I was hanging out with had taken these better courses than I had taken. And, uh, I learned a lot from that. So just, uh, the community is huge. I'm glad. How, that long, how long did it take you until you started really meeting the other flyers and, and going to other places? How long were you really solo? I was probably solo till I met Graham, which is a guy I fly with now. And so I'd say five years i would say at least five years yeah wow and by the by the time i had met graham i kind of had it figured out so uh, most of my launches were okay um and then he had gone down and got um uh, gotten official training and came back and helped me a lot so, yeah i wanted to ask and, and if you don't want to an answer this just just tell me but um i you know you had a serious health problem in your paramotor time but how did how did that that health problem changed the way that you participate in flying how did it change the way that you think about flying uh, i'll tell you what the, the truth be known after my heart attack uh it became easier because uh the heart attack is what helped i wanted to get back in the sky but you're so weak after that um double bypass and all that kind of stuff um, but my goal was always to get back in the sky. So that gave me a reason to go to therapy and to do the, the things I needed to do for that goal. And to be honest, I went from 320 pounds to I think I was 250 when I got back in the sky. So things were much easier at a, at a lower weight. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, it, it did not affect me negatively at all. If anything, it's a positive thing that happened. Yeah. You know, I always thought that like, cardiac transplant surgery wasn't for me but then i had a change of heart yeah yeah literally just half of mine though except the other half i only changed half my heart <laughs> so scuba's asking what's your next fly-in that you're planning on going to the next one i have in, in plans uh one of my buddies wants to go to um wants to go to purdens but we've tried that the last couple of years and haven't made it so purdens is on the list but it's not a definite um, the next definite one I know, definitely one I'm going to go to is uh, fly the fort here in Columbia City. It's maybe 40 minutes from me. So that one. The I'll organizer who runs that's a huge jerk. I know. <laughs> he's a jerk, right? Yeah, he's, he's crazy. But yeah, so that's my next one in plan wise anyway. Yeah. Who is the organizer of that? Drew. Well, actually, Drew's kind of stepped back this year. So you'd have Ren. Ren's kind of running it on his own this year. So. Okay. But yeah, Drew was the. Him and Drew ran that for the past three years, I think. Nice. Yeah. A lot of fun out there. If you guys can make it, it's, it's in the middle of nowhere, but you're welcome. We'd love to have you. So your house looks like it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Mine is, yeah. I was lucky enough. I said I'm a little spoiled. I just walk out of my back door and get in the sky. So. How yeah. many acres do you have? Uh, eight. Wow. Yeah, I think a lot of people in the shadow are kind of jealous. Yeah. yeah. Jealous yeah. of your backyard. <laughs> we went up to, uh, we drove up to Gordon's airport, which is where the flying fly the fort is held. And it's like I said, 40 minutes from my house. And I trailered my, my motor up there. And when I got there, it wouldn't run. 
right? So I'm a little spoiled that in my own house, when it don't run, you just swap your motor and go up again. So that was a 40 minute drive to not be able to fly that night. So yeah, it is, it is definitely, it definitely makes me spoiled. That's for sure. All right. I also put in the chat, um, Bart's YouTube channel link, um, that you guys can check out after the show, after you give a thumbs up for Bart's show. So, uh, any other questions in here? Yeah. Somebody is questioning how much of the lights that you uh, got on your paramotor. How much are they? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think if you go look at the website, the, all the pricing is over there. He actually sent those to me to, to beat up on. So I was kind of the guinea pig on them to see how well they held up to. Obviously, I, I'm probably one of the worst flyers you ever meet. I crash all the time. So What's yeah. The what is the website? Uh, Secret Squirrel. Secret-squirrel.com. Secret Squirrel. Yep. Mm. Thank you. You got to put the two dashes in there. It won't take you. It'll take you to a different kind of site, but. Yes, secret dash dash squirrel. Thank you for letting me plug that for him. Yeah, yeah. Secret squirrel. I like. It. I saw yeah. a squirrel bury a nut in my backyard today. I'm gonna swap <laughs> him with a grilled cheese and blow his mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Scuba wants to know if you fly over water, any water mm -hmm. near you, or do you have floats and a reserve? I, I have reserves, yes, but I don't have any floats, so I tend to stay away from, from water. Uh, probably the Michigan flight made me the most nervous because that's a lot of water up there at, at Holland, Michigan. There's a lot of water, but I always had outs to the left on the beach and things like that. But, yeah, we have a couple reservoirs in my area, but nothing that uh, I go near too much. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't have any floats, and I think that's very important to have if you're going to fly over water. So we got a question. What else do you do for fun? Oh my gosh. I love to, I absolutely, this is going to sound weird, but I love to edit videos, right? So even if, even if I weren't putting them on YouTube, I would be doing them for my own collection. I just love doing, I love the editing process. Most people think that's tedious, but I love to sit there and put the little sound effects in and the music and the, the cuts. And, and, and I just, I, I lose hours of time doing that. As a matter of fact, I had an idea for a, another video I wanted to do. I wanted to do a video on how long it takes to make like a 10 minute video. Because you spend hours to make a 10-minute oh, video. Yeah. And like if I make a 20-minute one, I'll spend yeah. 40 hours doing it. And I, yeah. it's such a huge time sink. But after doing it for like two years, I was like, I would do them because I, I didn't have a life. Like I flew, oh. I worked, I came home. That's about it. But, but if that's I, I wished all the time. I was like, I wish I was way too busy to ever have to touch this ever again, even though right? I love doing it. And now I'm finally yeah. at that point and I'm like, Man, it's been a while. I can't, I don't want to put this together. And yeah, see, I've never yeah. felt that. I'm always excited to do the next video. My problem is running out of uh, anything that, what do I make a video of? What do I do next? What's the, because I have a lot of videos that aren't on YouTube or of just me doing stupid stuff that nobody would ever care to watch, you know? So mm -hmm. um, the, the whole idea is, what do I do next that is maybe interesting? I don't know what to do, but I absolutely love editing videos. Yeah. So tell us about the one that I used as the intro. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't believe where you get these things. You go That's looking for the, one. <laughs> and the pictures you had coming up is like some of the worst ever. But, <laughs> <laughs> but all right. So the Top Gun video, honestly, that one was one of those days where I didn't have anything. I didn't have anything pre-recorded. I hadn't had any flights for a while. 
and I was just bored. So I thought, what do I do when I'm bored? I like to edit videos. I literally made that in, I don't know, 25 minutes, 30 minutes. I just cut this clip out and cut that clip out and uh, never had any idea that it was going to be ever used to introduce me. That was not what that was for. It's just supposed to be for fun. But, yeah. <laughs> I right. need to do a better I version did, of it. I did find it to be a great tool, though, because like I never thought much of it. I never wanted to do those to like, get a lot of views or whatever. And so I, yeah. I always thought it was nothing like you get maybe a hundred, 200. Yeah. But then I went to my first fly in after I started and everybody's like, Hey, you're Steve. And I was like, yeah, cool. And then yeah. you just, you can just make all sorts of friends just by, you're just sharing. And then you yeah, can, that's all you're doing. People, people you know, live vicariously through you. And, yeah. and then when they go and meet you at another state, like, I'm so glad I, I got into doing that. I always thought it felt good too. When like, Cause you forget where you started, you know, you forget how, what you didn't know. Back yeah. then. And it always feels so good when somebody says, Hey, what is, what does that mean when they say, hold your A's, you know, something that so seems simple to us. It, 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 I love to be able to help people with that because I remember being there. What is, what is an A? What are you talking about? You know? So that's pretty simplified, but I, I've, I've done always, that with Angie where she gets frustrated kiting. Yeah. And like when yeah. I started, I was terrible. Like I had yeah. my wing for four yeah. months by myself. You forget <laughs> You forget it. Yeah. And she, I was like, you're picking this up a lot quicker than me. And she's like, I don't believe you. I was like, no, let's come watch some of my videos. You're going to see how bad I was. <laughs> yeah. Right. But that's, and that's another reason I love doing YouTube videos is I like to look back and remember where I came from. You know, gosh, you remember when this was just aggravating you so bad when you could not do this, there was a video when I was learning to foot launch. I think I was on my face more than I was in the sky for sure. I just couldn't get the whole lean back thing and the, you know, coming off of oh, a trike, yeah. it, it was a whole different game. And and now I've, I've got, I don't know how many flights on, on foot launch. So it's, but it comes very natural now, but to go back and look at that, I remember laying on the ground, just ready to scream, you know, because I'm on my face again. I just can't get this. So yeah, I, I love the, the history, the past. Yeah. How, uh, how long until you started foot launching? Shortly after I met Graham, because that's what he learned on. So I started foot launching probably, which was the, which has maybe been part of my difficult, probably six months before I had my heart attack. So uh, I had maybe had 20 or 30 flights before the heart attack. So when I got back, back in the game. So yeah, it would have been, I had my heart attack in 2019. All right. So now, now I have over 300 hours on the for, on the one tornado alone. So yeah, John Wayne. Next time I see you, I'm gonna touch you. <laughs> All right. So Cody Smith from Lone Star wants to know what's your favorite vape flavor. It's called Cosmic Swirl. It's kind of my own concoction. So it's peanut butter, caramel, and just a touch of vanilla vanilla cream. Oh, that's my favorite. Mm. And Mad Sloper uh, wants to know if you ever thought about trying paragliding. Yes. Actually, we were talking about that. Me and Drew and my buddy Graham were talking about that just the other day. Um, we'd like to do some ridge soaring and figure some of that stuff out as well. I know Kyle O offers some thermal classes down there. But, um, I mean, that's what you're doing right now, Steve, right? You're doing um, some off of the... Yep. So I moved to a town that it's just free flight heaven. And so yeah. I'm booked for training next month. Yeah, absolutely. So that's on my agenda for sure. That is something I would love to do. Yes. All right. And Bill H says that you have great editing skills. Ah, thank you, Bill, but that you're lying because you know <laughs> that's not you. true. 
<laughs> but I appreciate the kind words, Bill. Thank you so much. Mike wants to know if there are any um, videos of you rolling the trike. Yes. If you go back and look at my earlier days, um, I believe there's some on there. Uh, I know there's some aftermath of it. Yeah. When I have broken cage netting and, and just cussing a little bit and, and frustrated with it. It was a whole different kind of scary bear video. It wasn't a happy one. I'll tell you that. He says yeah. people, people love watching a good crash. <laughs> yeah. Have you had any injuries? Yeah. Um, I should have sent that video to you. Um, so back when I was learning to foot launch, I was on my face a lot. Like I said, I didn't have that whole lean back thing and I'd fell and scraped my leg up pretty bad. So it was, um, uh, it was, it was pretty nasty for a while. Yeah. All pussy and nasty. I think pictures of it are on my uh, Facebook somewhere. On, yeah, on was, a scale from one to Jade's foot. Oh no. <laughs> I, I had zero, 0. 0.5. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Those pictures you post, sometimes I was eating, right? And I'd be taking a bite. I was like, oh, please. What are you doing right now? Move that thing out of here. Right? I started warning you guys to don't yeah. look, but you guys always look. <laughs> well, don't get me wrong. It didn't, it didn't hurt my appetite. I'm a big boy. I eat anyway. But it, for a minute, it stopped me in my tracks. I'm like, ah, I can't fight that. Yeah. Well, yeah. How are you doing, next by the way? Wednesday, doing, next Wednesday, better? I get all those things off my foot. So it'll be a little bit better, nice. hopefully. Nice. So. Good. Scuba says, I post all my screw-ups. We can all learn from them, I think. Yeah. Why just post the good yeah. stuff? He's right. Yeah. yeah. I used to post all my screw ups, but that was when I would do adult films, and that's why I don't do them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now nobody will hire you, so you can't do that. That was blacklisted. Oh. <laughs> oh, and then um, it didn't happen this week, but next week, I think Eric and I are going to do a Tuesday evening show. Um, not really a show, but just a educational um, briefing on what took place with what happened to me. So if you guys want to tune into that or get a chance to watch it later, um, we'll explain a little bit about what happened. And my big thing is um, hoping that it helps somebody in the future not make the same problem happened to them. So tune into that. I want that. to tell you, first of all, kudos to you for your positive attitude. I really love that, that you're, you're, you're keeping the attitude you have. So kudos to you for that. Thank you. I'm trying. It's rough at times. So It is very important. Positive attitude gets you a long ways. Yeah. Positive attitude, more drugs. <laughs> more <laughs> drugs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, when did you start seeking like additional training? Cause you started going in more advanced levels. Can you tell us about yeah. kind of that timeline and what you did and what you, what you got out of it? Yeah. So, um, let's see, once, once we started doing foot launch, um, this is going to sound terrible because I don't want to sound spoiled here, but there's a point where for me anyway, flying started to get kind of boring and mm -hmm. it's a terrible thing to say, but you, you fly out of the same yard every day. You fly over the same trees and the same houses and and i needed something different i wanted to learn how to do wing over sats things like that it was time for an siv course and uh and so that's how that progressed to that it, it was out of kind of out of boring being bored in the sky and that's a terrible thing to say because so many people want to fly 
that don't have the opportunity. And I hate to say that I got bored flying because that's it's well, not no, fair. It's absolutely true. Like if you go yeah. up and you fly and mm-hmm. then all you do is park yourself for like hours at 2000, maybe some people enjoy that, but like for oh, yeah. me, I get bored unless I get to write a story. Like, yeah. like so high, I like to go to low play. I, what happened? Yeah. I'm what happened near where day? I feel like I need a crank and bank, but yeah, that's, I get well, where you're coming from. And, and don't get me wrong for that first five years, seven years. Um, I did a lot of those flights, hours and hours of those flights and uh, enjoyed every minute of it. I'm not saying that's something you, you have to do to enjoy flying. It's just my personal story. I got to a point where I needed something more. I needed something different. And that was, that was the answer at the time. Yeah. And I thought SIB is a great, great way to learn not only some different stuff, but some safety of the wing. Yeah. And so who'd you go to? I went down to Andrew Fuller down in uh, Florida. And uh, so you're talking about wanting to learn more like acro maneuvers. I, did you work on those specifically down there? Is like that where you did your first, like say wing overs? Did my first wing overs, my first sats. I did my first stalls. Um, all that good stuff happened down there. Yeah. Wow. So how did, how did it know. feel going from like doing all those like right at a training session? Like, cause for me, I don't do any of those maneuvers, but to like yeah. go somewhere and just randomly do them all within like a week or whatever. Yeah. Exhausting. I don't know. It's, it's very exhausting. So, and you got to remember, I was maybe only 90 days out of my heart attack. So I wasn't even full back yet. So I didn't even know if I should be going. I didn't ask my doctor. I didn't tell him what I was doing because I'm afraid he'd say no. So, um, so it was, it was very exhausting for me. Uh, the, the boys I went with, I went with Drew and I went with Graham and they're, they're on such a different level than I am. Those guys are amazing what they do. And, uh, so I, I struggled a little bit harder to get some of these maneuvers down, but yeah, enjoyed every minute of it. I enjoyed every, is the happiest being afraid I ever was. Yeah. It was, it was a good time. It was a good time. You always hey. seem so happy. Yeah, I try. I mean, life is short. You gotta, you gotta smile when you can. So, you gotta find the good in everything. Screw yeah. you, Barry. Hey, be good now. Be nice. <laughs> so, John, where's the mute button? I'm gonna mute him right here. <laughs> I don't have the power. You guys didn't give me the power. Oh, trust me, I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you say one more thing that's negative, we're muting you. Steve. <laughs> So John Wayne says, I fly the same area almost every day because I must fly as often as I can or I lose the ability to fly. You will lose some. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm the same way, John. I fly every day at my house. So uh, like I said, it's lucky to walk out my back door and do it. If it's flyable, I'm in the air. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You do lose some skills. I don't fly during the winter period. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but below 40, 35, I put away the gear for the year. So oh, all winter long, I get baby. Yeah. <laughs> I just, um, uh, we had, I think, what was it, three or nine degrees. And then when we got COVID, um, Eric flew in minus two. And I said, no, nope, oh, you're nuts. Go. <laughs> no, no. I did all that back in the day. You know, you get all that stuff on the heated gloves and the, you put everything on and you get it in the sky and you, it's just, I don't do it anymore. It's yeah. not worth it to me. You know, if I'm not enjoying it, I don't want to go. So. Right. All right, Steve, what time is it? Let's it is. Wheel. Well, my time is 537. Do you want to do a spinny wheel? Yeah. All right. What Round are we giving wheel? away? Are we giving away Barry? 
Barry, are you married? Can we give you away? <laughs> I, somebody can lease me, but there's not. Uh, oh, okay. I like that. They can't keep me. They can't keep me. What do you got, Jade? Oh, uh, we'll do stickers. You gonna show it? No, I'm. You get up off of your feet, go walk, and grab those stickers right now. You have to walk a long way. <laughs> I was gonna see if I have. All right. Them. We'll do the the flamingo sticker. Am I allowed to do fake sponsors anymore? No. No. You can do Lone Star. Oh, Spin of This Wheel is brought to you by Lone Star, that one school rain trains app. <laughs> hey, rain's got, a, rain's got a new sticker out. It's pretty cool. Did y'all see I it? I know. It's, it's nice. Cody has glasses that allows him to see Saturn's rings. Ooh. Mike. Mike? Mike S or James? James? Looks like it's going to James. JB. <laughs> James. Congratulations, James. Brand new car. Is it, did that say brand new car? Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, um, if you guys want anything um, personalized, uh, James Belleville can be contacted at jbppg.com and you can Get any type of uh, can koozies, um, metal can koozies, um, shirts, I think, uh, stickers to go on your back of your vehicles, your windows. He even um, sold one to Wendy um, that glows in the dark, and she put it on her work truck. So it was pretty cool. And personalized coffee cups that we purchased and he made for our fly-in a couple of weeks ago. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. So go to jbppg for that. Very nice stickers. I got some of them. They're yep. really good. Yeah. So uh, let's see who's got questions. Come on, it's we got Scary Barry on here tonight. So back to SIV. Anything else takeaways from that that really struck with you? Mm. I, I think the biggest thing for me on that it was fun. It was a good time, but I think the biggest thing I learned. <clears throat> excuse me, it's just how much you can put those wings through and they're just going to open back up. They're, they're, they just want to fly. Those wings have been, I mean, I grabbed and had them in a ball, you know, big ball streaming out of the sky. And if you just let it do its thing, most of the time they'll come back. You just got to pump them. I know before then I used to get a little nervous when you'd have that little wingtip deflation or, or you mm -hmm. feel just a little too turbulent, you know, something like, Oh my gosh, it's going to drop me out of the sky back in the early days. Knowing now, that I was in no danger anywhere near any kind of danger. And that little turbulence is just, I, so I think that's what I learned the most was that these wings are just, just want to fly. Just want to fly. You got to almost sometimes try to mess them up. Yeah. And did you do the whole gambit of like re reserve tosses, stalls, all that good stuff? I did the stalls and all that stuff. Yeah. I did not do the reserve toss. It was available to me. Um, and I wish I would have, but the water was really cold that day. And my buddy Graham was doing some more advanced maneuvers and he had been in the drink twice. So he had to throw his reserve twice and he was next to me just shivering, right? It's cold out there. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm not doing the reserve toss today. So I didn't do the reserve toss. I wish I would have, but I didn't. Yeah. And then have you done any other training after that with any other Get schools? Unfroze? No. Um, like I said, I think the next one I want to do is going to be the, the PG. I'm really interested in that. I would like to do some midday thermal flying. I think that would be amazing. Where I've seen some of Kyle's videos and, and where he just goes up for hours. No motor, just floats for hours up there. And I, that, that, that sounds interesting to me right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
what potential spots do you have that you're thinking about going to? None. I don't have anything around here. Farm field. And, yeah. So I would have to go somewhere. Um, I've seen uh, they do it a lot in Michigan, which isn't far Michigan, from yeah. four hours. So mm -hmm. some of that looked really interesting. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. There's some beautiful places in the countries, all kinds of places I would like to do. But, no, I don't have any place planned. No. Yeah, Michigan's got a great ridge thorn spot. And yeah, it's kind of interesting. I, I recently met a made a um, a free flight friend that's been has been flying for probably like ten years, and the whole thermal flying and stuff actually terrifies him. And so he bought a paramotor, yeah. and he wants to get into that because he's like, I'm just tired of being afraid. I want to go up and smooth air and do what I want to do. Yeah. So it's a it's a fun trade off because I always see free flight people as oh that's the next step up they know the air they know their wing and yeah. here I am just a motor guy and then I yeah. actually meet a guy that we're like interchangeable so it's it's, and it's opposite of, of that huh it's mm -hmm. opposite of that that surprises me I, I would think those guys would fly in conditions that would make us un, un uncomfortable yeah I would think they would fly right. in that so they they have a better understanding of their wing yeah I don't know that's my next adventure I hope yeah. So Drew, um, Bart, I got a question for you. Drew flies tandem, right? Yes, he went down and got his tandem exemption and, and classes in Florida. Yeah. Okay. So, would your wife ever fly tandem with him? My wife has no desire. I've asked her. I trust him one hundred and ten percent. He's a very good pilot and he's very safe when he goes. So, I would absolutely let him let her go with him if she wanted yeah. to. But she has zero desire. Zero. Okay. <laughs> next what um is your scariest um barriest scariest barriest scariest barriest um yes. well I, I mean i can be honest with you about something so when i got home uh, i have a hadron three that i fly it's a 24 meter and it's pretty spicy for me big guy, guy my size and i was practicing some of my wing overs and i actually hit my helmet on the wing my head went into the helmet Terrible, right? Scared me. I remember coming out of it and it had flipped me and it went behind me. Well, now it's starting to shoot in front of me. So I'm going to go into it again, right? I hit the brakes and it's out of control. I feel like I, I rode it out because I didn't do whatever it needed to come out of that. I didn't do it. So whatever it was has still got me scared to this point. I feel like every time I go into that wing over, it's going to happen again. And I've got to get past that. It's a fear that I have still to this day. I can't get over it. So that was a scary point. I, my biggest fear is the what do they call that the the Hershey's kiss or the mm -hmm. where you fall into your wing and you're streaming. Yeah, yeah, that was that was happening to me that day. Yeah. So how long ago did that happen to you? It was at the end of last year. So I still haven't been able to get over the fear this summer. I've still been working on it. I'm getting bigger and bigger on them, but I get to a certain point, and the last thing you want to do is freeze on a maneuver like that. You've got yeah, to you've got to commit to it once. You've got to commit. And I, I get I get to just just about over the wing and i start to feel that again it comes back at rushes and uh that's something i wish i could get over and i'm going to keep working to get over because it is a it's a very dangerous thing either either i've got to get over it or not do it one or the other you can't you can't go halfway on that yeah all right and mad slipper's got a question he's out in las vegas have you ever tried electric or thought about it no, I'm I'm a big fat guy. I don't know if I could do electric those little those little things. No, I have watched some videos on them and stuff, and they're they intrigue me a lot. Um, I think there's a guy who has one that can fly 45 minutes now with an electric motor. Which now you're starting to talk, you can go up there for a while. Now, as far as the thrust, I don't know. I, I would do it if somebody would let me. Sure, absolutely, I'd try it. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> 
Mad slope. What do you sky. guys think? Would you fly electric? I would. Their yeah. newest one that's I, I couldn't tell you the thrust comparison, but it's it's comparable to a Moster and they'll take you up for an hour. Oh nice. See that yeah, why wouldn't you at that point? What what is the negative to it? So yeah. And Mad Sloper has one, so um, he's just trying to get everybody else, you know, into it also. Yeah, absolutely. Have him send me one. I'll give it a run. I'll try it. Yeah, that sounds and, uh, <laughs> Does it work that way? Because mm -hmm. I have. Scuba wants to know if uh, Scary Barry has considered getting a new EFI paramotor. The the price, right? Those are expensive. Um, Isn't that but, like an extra two grand on top of the engine? Yeah, but I'm telling you what, if it if it if it works, it sounds like it'd be okay. But until we know for sure that it's working good, the theory is great. I mean, as much as these motors are down, especially my tornadoes are down all the time. So I would love to have something like that. Yeah, um, they're always needing tweaked or messed with a little bit. If you had that, you wouldn't have to worry about it. So it's intriguing. <laughs> the only thing that stops me is the price and the, and being how new they are. So Mad Silver says, yep, go ahead. Go ahead. No, <laughs> says there's a guy in China that weighs 300 pounds and he flies an electric just fine. Nice. Yeah. What does he have? Big long extension cord or is it? <laughs> yep. Yep. Long you know, extension is it cord. Plugged, uh, is it plugged in? <laughs> thermal radio isotope electric generators. And, yep. Yeah. And then no, I love the idea. I would, I would so fly one if I had availability one. Yeah. John Wayne says electric thrust is greater than most gas powered. Yeah, he would know. I wouldn't know, but yeah, it's very intriguing. I would love to try it. Does anybody know the cost? Is the cost higher or lower on electric? I'm sure you can check on Timu. Timu? <laughs> yeah, check it on Timu. <laughs> so I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so it's open. Let's see. Oh, let's so see. the SP140 electric paramotor, there's a standard, its base model right now is 6,800 bucks, but that's probably going to give you the half hour battery. So you're going to want to upgrade that. So it, but it's, it's comparable in yeah, price. Definitely in, in where it needs to be. Sure. The reason, the thing I think is cool about the electric, and I wouldn't buy one until I had a bunch of friends that were like, Steve, you need a switch. This is awesome. Have it. Yeah. I'm waiting for it's like EFI. You gotta wait for other people to test it. And then unfortunately, yeah. 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 But you know, if you could fly for like an hour at a time, sure. hard on yeah. Yeah. land, swap out your battery for a spare and go oh. for another rip, you know. How nice would that be? That would be nice. And the ones I've but, seen are so quiet, you know, that you still got some noise from the from the blades. You're never gonna get rid of that. But mm -hmm. it, they do seem quieter, yeah. Yeah, that's they, what we're saying eight eight thousand for a new SP one forty. Yeah, that's not that's not outrageous at all. <laughs> hmm. It's not like it's a Nirvana, <laughs> right? <laughs> all right, and then Bill H says they don't get lighter as you fly them either. No. And Scuba wants to know. I I think you answered it though, saying you don't fly in anything forty or under. Yeah, usually 35 to 40, unless it's just, unless I have to get a fix in. Yeah, most of the time in the winter, I'm I'm put away for two or three months, yeah. And I usually so, gain about 30 pounds, yep. I know you want to, uh, your next step is pre-flight, but do you have like a wish list of what you want to do next with the motor? Like places where you want to go, mm -hmm. stuff you want to do? 
right now I am, I'm turned on by anything that is new, right? I don't know how else to just say that. When we went to Michigan, that Holland, Michigan flight, it was very last minute. Uh, Drew called us up and said, hey, I'm already up here. You want to come up? And we're like, yes, we went up. Beautiful. I've never been to a more beautiful place in my life. That place was, you're over Michigan, you got the sand dunes, you got, it's just beautiful. And that's what I want in my life. I want some, I would like to do some more cross countries, right? In, in some, in some beautiful places. That, that's, that's what's turning me on right now. Somewhere new. The problem is getting away like Purdens. I need to be able to get away from this place um, mm-hmm. to get there for, for the, for the time. Um, so unless it's like an extended weekend, I have a hard time getting away long enough to go to these. Is your staffing at your business pretty light? Yes. Yeah. Most of you need me. I'm an important dude. I can't go, I can't not be here. I can't not be here. (laughs) Oh, and before I forget, um, you mentioned your Hadron was spicy for you. What's your, what's your loading on it? I'm, I'm up towards the top. Yeah. 24 meters, pretty, pretty loaded for a guy. I'm 250 pounds, 245 pounds. So. Okay. So you're you're top of weight range. Yeah. Yeah. Now my buddy is like they'll they'll fly 22 meters. Drew's flying to 22. I think uh, he he flew a 21 meter free ride last night. So that's that's and he weighs about 230. I think so. That's pretty spicy wing. Mm. Pretty spicy. Now I go I kind of go all around. I got a 24. Have a 26 Sirocco, and then I go clear up to a 31 meter Universal for cross country flights. Yeah, so I'm all over the place. I was thinking about uh, getting a Hadron for myself, but because I. I've barely gotten into maneuvers at all. I was yeah. like, screw it. I'll just get the same wing and just go down size. Enjoy yeah. a little bit, you know, a little bit yeah. more. That the was Hadron you, was what I was eyeballing. Yeah. Hadron is, you'll love it, man. It's, it's very, it's very safe. It, it, it feels good to fly. It does. Mm-hmm. Jade, wake up. Wait. <laughs> is she froze? Is she froze? I think yeah. she froze again. There she is. She's back. I froze. So, what did I miss? Your guys are laughing. We just been waiting on you. How challenging is the flight, first flight after three months of being off for the winter? Oh, it's horrible, right? You forget how to do everything. It's like, where does this clip go? How does this, how do you even turn this on anymore? No, it's not quite that bad, but it is, you do have a lot of butterflies in your stomach for sure. Um, you try to remember everything, but it, it honestly, after this many years, it does kind of just come back. It just, you, you just go, it'll come back to you. It's all kind of second nature, so. But it's tough after taking a few months off for sure. You do you do lose some things, yeah. Yeah, the butterflies came back to me really bad this year because I yeah. I was dating somebody from out of state and got engaged to them, and I was barely flying at all. And yeah. whenever I'd go and take those first flights, like all day, it would just be like bubble gut and yeah, I'd just be on the toilet five times and yeah. But after you win it. As soon as you clip in and stuff, you're like, all right, I know what, okay. I remember now. It all kind of comes back. Yeah, yeah. You're rusty, but you didn't forget what you what you already knew. So you like Michigan. Um, Barry France says uh, that you might want to try Torchport fly-in. It's really Is that in, That's yeah. in Michigan, I take it? Torchport? Yeah. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. Way up north. It's in May, isn't it? Yes. Memorial Is that the one in the... Yeah. Is that the one in the Upper Peninsula where you can go clear out around the point? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Nope. The same one? No, it's not, not same the same one. It's not in the Upper Peninsula, but okay. it's here's the hand or the oh, mitt. Here we go. How <laughs> <laughs> do they always do that, right? Here's the hand. <laughs> We're the hand in Wisconsin. <laughs> They're <Yeah>. the mitt. <laughs> 
Well, yeah. here's here's Indiana. All this is all corn. That's it. Corn. That's it. <laughs> so where in Florida are you from? Point me to it. Me? No, I'm just kidding. I can point you. Here's Florida. I'm right here in no. Indiana. So a little little part. <laughs> Rats. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ever land in corn? You ever land in corn? No. Um, so yeah. it's so no, fun. but my uh, my trainer. Yeah, he, uh, we had a student come in and he had been lurking for years, like on the paramotor community. Me, like he lived in the area. Yeah, and he came out like one day, saw me, was like, "Oh my god!" And then I blew a bunch of launches and face planted. You know what? I never it. do that. And <laughs> finally, he saved up. He went and got training on his very first flight. He's coming in. You know, my instructor's like, "Kill it." Yeah. Well, my instructor told it's it's a beautiful field it's surrounded by corn though and where he told him to kill it he comes and glides in and poof, right, right in the corn. corn and you can hear you can hear my instructor on the radio go i put you in the effing corn why for <laughs> his first that, flight he went in the corn yeah but luckily well, he, he landed right in the edge of it so he went in the corn and then his wing shot out outside of the corn so. oh well he the hard part was that that was the hard part is getting your wing back out so he he had half of it done for him yeah we had a lot of soybean too i heard soybeans yeah. even worse to land in yeah i could imagine it'd be a trip hazard for sure i've never landed in the beans but yeah well eric's flown the tops of the the corn and they ruin your prop yeah and will. also our first time down at bad apples two years ago three years ago um, he had a motor out on his first flight in the, what was it? Was it soybeans or maybe cotton fields, but they were, it was like knee high. So, um, he had Immediate to, face uh, plan. yeah, you know, he actually got going and, oh yeah, he got going and, but he had a high step to get the heck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> well, kudos to him that he worked extra hard for that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I say I say corn's probably the worst I've ever been in. That was that was not fun. I've almost shaved into some corn because like cornrows are super fun to fly because it's like oh. trench of the Death Star. Isn't it though? It's neat. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to do that and conditions were a little gusty, but just going along and <laughs> you know. Yeah. There was a I think the guy's name, uh, Jersey five seven seven. he has some YouTube videos, but he was flying through those cornrows like that and his wing caught. The corn just flipped him right into the field. I thought, man, that's awful. But he was fine. He made it okay. Busted his machine up pretty good. Happens quick. Two feet in a heartbeat says he lives in New York. Who would you recommend I get for uh, for SIV training? In New York? I don't know well, anybody up in New York. Yeah. That does I'm trying to think. I'm sure if we did some, some searching um, – isn't Jersey, New York, an area in that where uh, Tucker got and some of them guys are from? Who do they train with? I, I don't know if they've done SIVs. I, I the only, the only big name SIVs I know is Andrew Fuller out of Florida and Max yeah. Marion out of California. Is that the only two? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, wait, Roche, no. I think he used to do some, but he's kind of getting out of it, I think. No, there's another one in Florida. Uh Eric Eric Carr is doing it. I can't think of the guy's the godfather of uh, paramotoring. I can't think of his Ford? name. 
Is that oh, it? Oh, Eric DeFore? Eric DeFore. I don't Aren't know if it? he does SIVs. I don't think I'm, he does anymore. No, no, you could be right. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. With SIVs, that's a lot of work. You have to have your speed boats and your winches. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's it's pretty labor intensive for the teachers. And I think I think Shane, some of the I think Shane some of the old guys that have been Brad, doing it are like lad that people step yeah. step up. Shane Wyman is saying Brad Ganuccio, but is that an instructor? Okay. Is that a is that a um SIV instructor? Brad Ganuccio is a free flight guy. I didn't know that he taught. Like I've only listened to him like once or twice. So I don't know a lot about Brad. Hmm. You'll see yeah. you'll see Brad Ganuccio on uh paragliding talk on Thursdays sometimes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I sure wouldn't know. I wouldn't know anybody out there. Yeah, you got to travel if you want your SAVs. Yeah. And you got to travel if you want to come see your hot buttered Stevies or your scary berries. <laughs> you got to travel. Or your gotta barbecue go. foot over here. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, well, it's uh, just about eight o'clock. You made it, Bart. I made it. Yeah. Sorry if I bored you guys for a whole hour, but thanks for, for letting Heck me hang no. out. No, you didn't bore so me. So we forgot to ask. If it got you. any more exciting, it'd be like a funeral. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Mute him. That's two. I told you if he did it again. Hey, I'm <laughs> smiling. That's not negative. So we forgot <laughs> to ask you if you wanted to stick around for a few minutes in the sure. after show and see if anybody wants to come around um, Absolutely. and just say hi. Yeah. And meet you. Face to face, at least. All right. So I put the link in the show here in the chat. And if you want to join, just make sure you use Google um, to log into it. Google or Firefox. Google or Chrome. Yeah, Google Chrome. My husband wants to know if you want to get rid of your smart car. <laughs> my smart car. That's my baby. I love that car. I love that car. You can't have it. You can't have it. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, sir, stuff. for coming around and uh, just Thanks for having stay me. stay here. And um, next week we have uh, Todd Scott as our guest, and uh, looking forward to talking to him as well. I believe he just went to Moonshiners this past week weekend. Why does that name sound familiar? I don't know. You'll have to search him out. Hmm. So. Deweese, you have a great week. Stay cool in your 100-degree weather. I'll stay in the house. Yeah. <laughs> and i got to wear a jacket when I go outside, so you guys shouldn't be complaining. All right. Steve, anything else? We don't see you on there. We'll see you in there. Good night, yeah. everybody. You guys. Come in, come in the after show. If you're interested in being on the show, just want to apply. You got great stories of how you got into the sky. Let us know. Nothing is untrue, nothing don't matter, it's all